This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Hello, hello. Great to have you with us here on this Tuesday afternoon. And what is on your mind? That's what uh, we want to hear here on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464 is the phone number. And if you hate vaccinations and you work for the city, I guess at this point you probably had the vaccine if you're still working for the city, I guess. But if you want to work for the city now and you don't, and you could go and apply and not have to get the shot, I guess. See how things are kind of even out. And I know now there will be the call for everybody who was fired or let go because they refused to have the vaccine to be brought back into the fold immediately, welcomed back with open arms. But know, is that the right, right way that things should happen? I mean, just some thoughts as we get rolling today. I don't know if there were any things, uh, more things floating around in the sky that uh, needed to be shot down. What did I see where the missiles that they fire at, these balloons and stuff, they cost like $400,000 each. It's like like shooting a, you know, really expensive like Lamborghini at uh, at a weather balloon or something. But uh, yeah, the, 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 and maybe that uh, balloon that was shot down off the coast of uh, South Carolina was probably, I guess, pretty pretty sounds like it was pretty sophisticated. So I guess they invested some cash into that. But whatever's on your mind, we want to hear about it. The, a bill before the, uh, the state house uh, was discussed in committee today at a public hearing. This would impose a tax on people's wealth that they might hold around the world. And I mean, real wealth. Because this would impose a 1% tax on cash, other intangible assets, stocks, and things like that uh, that, you, that someone might hold anywhere in the world, uh, over $250 million. So I mean, we're talking some pretty serious um, money there. I mean, pretty, pretty wealthy folks. Could they not afford that type of a tax? Just a couple ideas to get the thoughts rolling here on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Got some sunshine, some blue sky. Oh, look, too cool to be springy, but we're getting there. Uh, let's uh, get started. Once again, our phone number, 360-676-5464. And Rich in Ferndale joins us. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? Doing, a lot, doing okay, yeah. Beautiful outside. Sunny, a little breeze. Cool, but that's okay for mm-hmm. February. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you opened with the end of the emergency for city employees for the vaccine mandate. And it's, you pose the question, is that the right thing to do to welcome them back with open arms? It's it's good that we ask questions. And my question would be, why did they end this mandate? What was their reasoning? The mayor says at every step, uh, this is just, this is a quote, um, at every step in addressing the pandemic, we sought recommendations from public health officials, followed the science and the data, and looked thought, uh, took thoughtful measured steps to protect public public health. Due to concerted efforts regarding testing, vaccination, isolation, and quarantine, this remaining requirement can be relaxed. COVID-19 is becoming endemic, meaning that it is no longer causing significant disruption in our daily lives, such as overwhelming our hospitals and closing down schools and businesses. So, so it kind of seems to me that they're just sort of admitting that the vaccine doesn't do much anymore. Or if, you know, if it was this greatest, wonderful thing, they would keep those mandates in place, wouldn't they? And if it stopped the spread and did all the things it's supposed to do, it'd be a miracle, but it doesn't. So oh. just uh, it's kind of too bad, you know, that okay. this all had to happen. Well, and, uh, I think you I think you have to admit we were in a different place, say, a year ago or two years ago, certainly, uh, where with the illness, with the number of people coming down with the illness and, and the severity of illness and still spreading like crazy, but it's not as severe. My doctor says that the thing continues to mutate, mm-hmm. and it becomes more transmissible but less deadly. He says this is a natural course of a new virus. The very first strains are pretty nasty, and then after that, it becomes less and less and less, and that is exactly what happened with the Spanish flu. 
we call influenza A and B. And we live with it. We get it. People do die from it. Generally, these people are older and, you know, smokers or other respiratory problems. They have comorbidities. You don't see a guy 45 years old in good health dying of the flu. That doesn't happen. Oh, and it does, kind of too. With... I mean, it does. Really? It's pretty rare, but it does happen, yeah. Yeah, pretty rare. Well, when you have whatever, 60,000 people a year annually die of influenza A and B, what is the common demographic of those people dying? Are they does usually that... over 60, and are they usually have other problems? That would be my guess. Okay. So it's, you brought up the Spanish flu, but you know, yeah. and that was uh, where, they, as I understand, they didn't have a vaccine or weren't able to right. develop a vaccine. And eventually, the it, the pandemic did subside, but to, at the cost of some twenty million lives. I mean, not, twenty million not, worldwide, or was that in the I, U.S.? I believe it was worldwide. But I mean, still, that's a lot of people. That's probably it that's, is it's probably close to COVID, though. Worldwide, what are the worldwide deaths for COVID the last three years? They're pretty. They're pre- pretty hefty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I so mean, we, the the other then 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 the I guess the flip side is if we had just said, okay, we're just gonna ride this out and uh, wait for that uh, well herd immunity or wait for this. Um, this uh, virus to lose its yeah mutate right. into something less uh, less noxious, then uh, I mean we're gonna, we're gonna just we're gonna see a lot more people die from it. I mean in that initial wave, which we've experienced over the last few the, years. The worst death numbers were 2021, which mm-hmm. is kind of odd. 2020, I looked it up the other day on the CDC, and it was what was it 300 and something thousand in 2020, and then. 500 some thousand in 2021 well, and then this last year it was 350,000 so it went up real high in 2021 came down a little bit last year and of course in 2021 March April we had the major rollout of the vaccine so I would have thought that that number would have drastically come down for but the it, year 2021 but it took time for the vaccine to for for people to get the vaccine I mean, we started to get it I remember I think March, I first April, got it in April, yeah. Yeah, and first I, half of the year. It was widely rolled out by the 4th of July. Biden had his taking off the mask speech. I know we've made it this far. We can take the mask off. And they, everybody thought the thing was over and we had won. And then, of course, the news kept saying breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. And then a month and a half later, that word was so used up, they never said it again. And then we still had a lot of deaths. So I don't, I mean, it might have helped, but it sure don't look like it. And now that they're ending the mandates, they must believe it doesn't make any difference. Well, I think we're in a different world right now I, than we were uh, just a year or two ago because uh, we're, 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 the illness isn't as prevalent. And when you do get it, I mean, I, it took me almost three years, but I did come down with right. it in back in December. Um, same with my brother-in-law just uh, has just has tested positive with it, and he—that's his first experience with it, as I recall. And um, but uh, you know, the fact is that it has been very—I mean, I really didn't feel sick. Right, it was no um, big deal. And everyone who yeah. gets it now, it's not a big deal. Most people have the sniffles for a few days, a little bit of coughing, and a lot of people aren't even testing. You know, they oh, it's just a cold because now the symptoms are so very similar that. You just say, well, I have a cold. I mean, it would be smart to test and know. I'd like to know if I have it, if I have it two or three times, and that's something I want to know. But there's never been a virus where you vaccinated for it for a brief time and then quit. You know, polio, measles, smallpox, all these things, you vaccinate for it once or two times in your life, and it's largely gone away, and you don't ever get it again. Well, but, now, but they're different. You know, they're weird. different viruses. All viruses aren't alike. And this is a this is a, like you said, it's more of a flu like virus, apparently, as, as far right. how it affects people. Uh, ultimately, and they, and they and it's, that a, it's a respiratory time. illness. But well, and we have a different glad definition we, of vaccine. I, I'm personally glad that we didn't just decide, OK, let's just ride this out, let millions die and then we'll all be fine. In a well, that few did years. happen. And, and millions wouldn't have died. The death toll well, may have been millions slightly did. different, may not have been. Yeah, well, I, I think we can probably count on it having been a lot worse. But OK, Rich. A little bit. Thanks for your all thoughts. Right, OK, you let's go to Doug in Bellingham. Hi, Doug. Hey, Joe. Thank you for taking my call. You How bet. are you doing? I'm doing all, all right. All right. You got some thoughts on the spy balloon? Yeah, I, I 
I think that uh, it, it was a lot of noise about nothing. Um, the, the spying happens all the time. And, and really, I think the way to look at it is human beings are one family. We're, we're all in this together. Whether we want to admit it or not, we're all in this together, which means there are no countries. There, there's only one human family trying to understand how to live cooperatively with each other so that we're, we're doing the least damage to each other. And um, I think we need to start looking at it like that, that, that uh, somebody on the other side of the world, um, what I do affects them and what they do affects me and uh, start thinking of ourselves as, as one huge family needing to stop being a dysfunctional family and start being a, a family who genuinely cares about each other. And the, the benefit of that is we'll all live longer and happier lives when we start living like that. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And as you were talking about this issue, the idea, I'm because I know people recoil at the thought of a one-world government and what that might mean. But when you stop to think about it, every, I mean, not every, but most science fiction movies we go to see, Star Wars, Star Trek, these, these you know, these uh, franchises or fantasies based on um, on human beings projecting themselves out into the universe and and uh, inhabiting other worlds, that sort of thing. I mean, it, they always, you know, they, they always just assume that the Earth, that we're, we're planetary, you know, governments are, are planetary. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, Earth at that point is like, it's Earth. It's not, oh, the United States on Earth. It's, it's Earth. And, and that's, you, do you get what I'm trying to say here? That uh, we, that we, and we just see, we just accept that that oh well, way 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 in the future it'll just be a one world it'll be a world and then we'll be on other worlds and we'll have likely have other governments on other worlds that will uh, but it's you know it's it's kind of an interesting observation uh, and the idea of a one world government I I can understand being being concerning because then there's no competition there's nothing to to adjust and change it or um do you know what i mean i'm just my I'm, i got a uh, just a, a wave of thoughts rolling here but yeah um well i yeah i think that that eventually will be one global village that there will be understanding that that we're all one family and that we want to live cooperatively with each other and and so we we all live long and healthy lives and, and we leave a, a better planet for future generations. And yes, I do believe that we'll be exploring space and, and uh, doing amazing things uh, out in space, uh, like what's happening in Star Trek. That one of, the, one of the amazing things about Star Trek is um, they never used money. And, and I think that will eventually happen, that we will get rid of money yeah. because money prevents us from actually living cooperatively. And uh, uh, so I, you know, I try to live without money as much as I can now possibly because it's really about the kindness that we do for each other. The more we do kindness for each other, um, the healthier we are. All right. Well, maybe we'll trade kindness credits instead of money someday. All right. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate your take thoughts. Take care, Joe. All right. You too. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. You go to great lengths to keep your carpet clean. Kids, get out of the living room. You spend your days scolding loved ones. Honey, take your shoes off. Trying to create an invisible shield to keep all the dirt and stains out. Welcome to our home. And just please stay on the plastic, okay? From summer's barbecue stains to your kids' dirty cleats, call Swans today or visit them online at swanscarpetcleaning.com. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over 18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSE Foundation, gave 4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSE continues to lead on clean energy, with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all. Learn more at pse.com slash together. 
Are you thinking about retirement and wondering if you can even afford to retire? Are you concerned with layoffs at your company and wondering how you would afford individual or COBRA insurance for your family if you should lose your group coverage? Do you know if you or your dependents qualify for tax credits through the Washington Health Plan Finder? Tune in this Saturday at noon to hear Marcia Neal, Senior Agent at Vibrant USA, explain how working with an independent broker can help put your mind at ease and give you the answers you need as you prepare for your future. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. Sold to bidder 126. The March Consignment Equipment Auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is scheduled to begin on March 11th. The auction will be held online. Consignments are now being taken until the auction commences on March 11th. Contact Meridian Equipment today for more information. Meridian Equipment, selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian in Laurel. Visit MeridianEQ.com today to explore what Meridian Equipment can do for you. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday. Let's go to John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Hey, great uh, great conversation. Uh, while I was on hold, I Googled the Spanish flu uh, death numbers from our CDC, okay. and they say world, worldwide it was at least 50 million. 50 million, and okay. It, 50 million in the world in in the united states it was 675,000. okay so with a lower population that was a bigger chunk but um yeah now we, we had a caller call in i think last week her name was Kay, and she recommended a book that we all read called turtles all the way down mm-hmm. did you read it okay now okay um i found it uh there is another novel a teen novel that is uh has the same I saw name. that, yeah, but that's not related yeah, and to that's vaccines. that's not it. Okay. Yeah, it, this has, like, slash uh, something about... Anyway, uh, it, it's not written by doctors. It's written by, like she said... Uh, Turtles all the way down. Didn't have anything to do with Flo and Eddie, did it? I'm <laughs> just throwing that Flo out. and Eddie. I, no, I don't even know what that reference is. Uh, they, they, they were, the, they were the, the main guys in the Turtles, you know, so happy together. Back in the, maybe oh, that's before uh, your I time. I do that song at karaoke. Yeah, yeah, I do okay. That song at karaoke. <laughs> right. So good. Right. Well, well, actually, the, the first, like the the iteration of that phrase comes from this, uh, like um, scholars a long time ago before they realized Earth was round. Okay. They thought that the the Earth sat as a table, flat table, uh-huh. flat flat Earth theory on the back of a turtle, oh. and that turtle stood on the back of an even larger turtle. And don't ask me why turtle infinity, but that's what that phrase comes from, turtles all the way down. Oh, but in this okay. book, they talk about culling the population, and so it's a very nefarious take, and I would have been sick by now, right, if I was taking poisonous vaccines. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sorry that people feel that way. I'm not going to jump on her, you know, even though I disagree so strongly with all this propaganda that is, but, and, you know, Kurt also got mad at me thinking that I would say, you got to get your vaccine. I don't care what your doctor says. No, of course, because people that are allergic to it, or they may be going through chemotherapy or some other drug therapy where it could clash, right, with Mm -hmm. some of the, the ingredients. So yeah, leave that up to doctors. The big thing that I'm worried about is the idiots on the right, like Candace Owen. Joe, she won't even vaccinate her kids for measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, all the childhood illnesses, right? And I hope those kids never get sick because our herd immunity from everyone else doing the right thing will hopefully prevent that. But there are kids now who grew up in in, in homes where they were homeschooled and, you know, put into like really crazy religious schools and stuff. But and where they don't vaccinate, and as mm-hmm. as as soon as they turn adult, they're like, "Give me my shots." You know, yeah. uh, I mean, well, modern vaccination is is something that we ought to tout as an American triumph. Look what's happening in China. 
I mean, they they're stacked yeah. in the bodies like cordwood. Well, you know, and I, so, I, 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 I mean, apparently, and I give credit to Trump. Decision, I mean, people do make this decision for their kids. I think it's unfortunate. Um, uh, but in a free society, do we dictate to families what they have to do? Um, I, I don't know. I, I, mm. I think it's unfortunate. I think it's, a, I think it's an absolute wrong decision to not uh, vaccinate your kids. But yeah, this Candace saying, Owens isn't alone. There are, there, there are. Here yeah. in Washington State, what are their? I don't know what the latest numbers are, but five to ten percent of families don't vaccinate their school kids, and uh, maybe it's more. Well, right? you know, we all live in these. We, we all come from these different families, and they might as well be different planets. Like I used to watch with resentment, and I, you know, get up and leave the room whenever the Brady Bunch was on. It's like, oh, <laughs> brother. I mean. Mr. Mr. Brady never comes home drunk. He never whips his belt off and just starts sm- sl- whipping you with it well, for something you didn't even do. Well, that doesn't happen right? in every family. And then I realized, oh, I come from white trash, violent people family. Okay, it's a me thing, not a you know. So, but we all grow up in in these different families, and it, 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 mm-hmm. it's like when you walk into like a seemingly normal, you know, yeah. Anyway, a little too much information about me, so <laughs> all right, John. let other people talk. Thanks for your call. All right. Okay. Uh, you know, something, uh, I'm kind of happy that, that that didn't happen in the Brady Bunch and that we <laughs> could have, you know, those of us who were experiencing that kind of a family life could escape, escape it at least for a half hour on uh, one night a week. Well, let's go to Lou in Linden. Hi, Lou. Uh, howdy, Joe. Yeah, um, Cal Thomas, the uh, nationally syndicated columnist, Mm -hmm. he's one of the most widely published syndicated columnists in America. He wrote a book a couple of years ago called America's Expiration Date. Mm -hmm. And in the book, he uh, points out that the average length of an empire uh, is about 250 years. And America is coming up to the 250th anniversary in 2026, just three years away. Mm-hmm. And he, he points out, he quotes Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Uh, some of your listeners may have read some of Alexander Solzhenitsyn's books in the past. He, I did, he's the yeah. Russian, he, yeah he's I the read Russian Gulag Archipelago, and I read uh, August 1914. Yeah, great books. He, he as you know, uh, spent... Uh, over 15 years in the Russian gulag system, and he had a chance to look closely at what, how uh, uh, the Soviet Russian society over time uh, degenerated and became atheistic, enabling the communists to rule with the brutality and cruelty that they did rule Russia for so many decades. And he makes, um, he says that, he points out that Solzhenitsyn, he quotes Solzhenitsyn at great length in the book, and he says that Solzhenitsyn said that evil will make its home in the individual human heart before it enters the political system. In other words, politics is downstream from culture. And this is why Dennis Prager's program is so important. Dennis Prager is trying to instill in the American people the values of the Ten Commandments in creating a just and society that is in which people can prosper and live freely. And uh, Dennis Prager has written books on this subject, but, um, and I mean people read those and and listen to his show. But do you think and, that uh, I mean, I, and I, I'm not. I'm not wanting to insult anybody's religion, least of all yours, but I mean, is that is that the key to the survival of our nation is a dedication to one specific religion? I I don't know. Specifically about that. Specifically to the Ten Commandments. Uh because they engender the idea that human beings aren't born perfect. We have to work at being just and fair and loving and and give us the ability to exercise um, uh, justice and fairness to all people. And that only comes no, if we adhere to the Ten Commandments. All the religions, of course, 
uh, to some extent, support that idea. Um, the Zoroastrians of Persia uh, had a similar philosophy. And um, other, but um, the, one, the religion that produced the greatest good is the Judeo-Christian religions in terms of all of human history. The Judeo-Christian religions, when they're adhered to, uh, produce the greatest good for all of society. But I don't of course, know, as you I, know, I uh, most, the Roman but, 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 uh, the Catholic Church and the yeah. Lutherans and other people went off the reservation and they persecuted people who were not like them, but they weren't following the Ten Commandments. You can't follow the Ten Commandments and take somebody out and uh, burn them at the stake because they don't agree with your doctrines. Right. That's insane. And, right. Well, and, it uh, is, so but, I mean, most people go about their lives and they don't stop to consult the Ten Commandments as they leave their home every day, but they go out and they live decent, respectful lives, lives that are respectful of others and, and uh, cooperative with others, and it seems that that we don't need that that the written-down rules to, to function as— um, as human beings, as, as a society that, I mean, and I'm not saying that they're a bad thing, but that, um, just the idea that, that somehow the, the 10 commandments have, have I don't, saved humanity. I, it seems that those are, those are values that we just kind of naturally carry with us, aren't they? No, Most they're not us. inborn. I mean, we're not some... born with those. We have to be taught that. Okay. And our schools used to teach that. The schools in America, when I was a young boy, I'm 71. When I was a young boy, we actually recited in the public schools the Lord's Prayer, and we'd read a psalm, hmm. one psalm every morning. And that, even though my parents weren't religious, that instilled in me the some of the values of Judeo-Christian and the Ten Commandments. So that I, I th- like to think that made me easier to get along with my fellow students. And uh, those, but today that's completely exercised from the public school system. And that's why you see more and more violence and cruelty and bullying in our society today, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Well, Lou, I appreciate your thoughts and we'll uh, we'll move forward. I, I don't know that we'll, I mean, because ultimately that is a promotion of a religion, though. I think, uh, you know, reciting psalms, um, uh, posting Ten Commandments, um, that is the promotion of a yeah, religion, but, is, is it not? By, yes, by a government entity, if it's a public school. Here's the problem, Joe. Secularism and atheism is also a religion, and that's what's being promoted in the schools, and unfortunately, that's had terrible effects on our society. All right, Lou. Well, I appreciate your call. Thanks for your thoughts, as always. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We'll hear from you, hopefully, here on KG My Connects, 360-676-5464. Neater House of Luxury is Whatcom County's newest luxury jewelry store. It's Bellingham's hidden gem with an amazing selection of precious metals, like gold and silver American eagles, 100-ounce silver bars, and a vast selection of platinum bars and coins. You'll be dazzled at their experience extensive collection of jewelry and Rolex watches, plus GIA certified and lab-grown diamonds, and now carrying Gucci and Louis Vuitton bags. The experienced and knowledgeable staff are ready to serve your every need. It's the crown jewel in a long career of luxury from John Nieder himself. Hi, I'm John Nieder. I've been buying and selling precious metals for nearly 30 years. If you're interested in expanding your private investment, I'm available to advise you with your purchase. You'll be amazed at our selection. Neater House of Luxury. Fine jewelry for all. Professionals are ready to assist you at 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, beside Lombardi's back patio. Or shop online at NeaterHouseOfLuxury.com. Neater House of Luxury. Follow the bright light. I've been in pain on and off for two years. My shoulder and low back. I've tried physical therapy, muscle relaxers, everything from ibuprofen to the heavier stuff. The drugs ease my pain, but when they wear off, the pain's back and I'm worn out. Your lower back or your neck, shoulders, or shooting pain down your leg. I'm Dr. Eddie Hansen with Natural Way Chiropractic. We don't like pain, but we do understand it, what causes it, and how to get you beyond it. Our Natural Way Healing System precisely identifies what's causing your pain 
how to get you immediate relief, and how to get rid of it altogether. Some of our patients are calling it the Fountain of Youth Natural Way Healing System. We're simply pleased we're able to help so many people, thousands every month. Take the first step. Call or stop by Natural Way Chiropractic today. We understand your pain and how to get you beyond it. Natural Way Chiropractic. Bellingham, Linden, Ferndale, and Mount Vernon. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Let's go right back to the phones. Daniel in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Joe. How are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. You had some thoughts Joe, I'd like to, to respond to, to, uh, to Lou? Yeah. Okay. To the last caller? Yeah, okay. You know, he's... Yeah, he's right on point. You know, uh, you, you said, why do we need a one religion to rule the world? Or, of course, I'm paraphrasing what you said, but I just like to say that uh, you know, in World War II, after we had dropped a bomb in Nagasaki and Hiroshima, the Japanese imperial government asked our government for 100 missionaries to come, you know, over there to Japan and help rebuild and establish a religion, you know, the Christianity, the uh, Judeo-Christian religion. And our government said no. Right there at that point, we stopped the word of God from going to a nation we just kind of destroyed. And then after W-2, we had Korea. That didn't turn out very well. And then we had Vietnam. That didn't turn out very well. Now, you know, then we go into the Middle East. And we've seen what happened there. And when you take God out of the equation, especially when it comes to nations, God is, is into nation building not destroying, and we missed the uh, boat on that in W-2 when we used the atomic bombs. And, you know, we, we are to love our enemies, but we're not, you know, we shouldn't let them get over on us. Like, uh, I, I believe, you know, that these balloons that are flying around is a diversion for what China is going to do. Uh, we have Russia, you know, ready to attack, you know, Ukraine. And we have all these bad things happening with nations. There's nothing good happening with nations. And this is what happens. And you could, this is all through history, not just in the Bible. This is history. You can fact check what I just said. And you just can't remove God out of something that he created. He's a creator. We're part of his creation. And that's all I want to say, Joe. And I really appreciate you taking my call. All right, Daniel. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Brian in Birch Bay. Hi, Brian. What's on your mind? Hey, hello. Uh, uh, well, if you remember the turtles, then you're older than I thought you were. But how about, <laughs> how about we start Congress every day with, with the turtle song, Happy Together? Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Maybe I what should we're... start the show with that song, yeah. Well, yeah, and <laughs> and if you want to have an anti-drug song, uh, as, as in marijuana, Mm-hmm. You, you take that song from the 50s, Talk Too Much, and just put Toke there. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, okay, uh, what do we, uh, as far as the balloon deal goes, mm-hmm. uh, the, remember, the Russians shot down a, a jetliner off of Sakhalin Island because they thought it was a spy plane. Right. And I'll never, under, I'll never understand why, when, when they had the same satellites that could read a license plate from uh, uh, 80,000 feet or whatever, uh, why was this plane shot down, you know? Yeah, I, you know, and that goes, goes back to the, the early 80s. That was early in, the, in Reagan's first There was a congressman on that plane. There was, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if that... They had to know that it was a passenger because they had visual contact with it. The, the, that's, the where fighter Reagan jets. Come up, that's where Reagan come up with the evil empire deal. Yeah, you know? yeah, that, yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty <laughs> awful. 
And if, yeah. if you know world history, you'll understand why Finland might want to join NATO. They were they were one of the first nations that uh, Russia kind of subsidized some of their territory. As a matter of fact, the Finns did so good against the Russians that that's why Hitler decided he'd attack Russia. Yeah. Just just mm. just as a, a little history lesson here. Okay, so. but you know we have to remember too that uh, the United States and it was it was a mistake as far as we know that it was a misidentification. But the United States did shoot down a uh, an, an Iranian airliner um, that was a passenger airliner uh, over the Persian Gulf. Back, yeah, that's uh, right. I think With that, that was during, Yeah, that was during the wasn't that that was during the Reagan administration too, I believe. But it was that, during one of the, it was during one of the wars. You can hardly pick a time in history where there ain't some kind of war going on. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, that was unfortunate too. But and I'm not equating the two uh, because the Sakhalin Island was uh, pretty egregious for sure. But, all right, <laughs> yeah. Brian, thanks for your okay. call. All right, okay. and uh, let's see. Before we take a break, we can go over to San Juan Island and our friend Jim. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Yeah, I didn't. I don't want to pile on or anything, but Joe did such a uh, no. Excuse me, Lou did uh-huh. such a good job about uh, expressing. Uh, you know, I think there's. I think people who don't believe in a divine creator and and aren't so inclined, they they might not. But I I believe as I believe uh, Lou does that they're still reaping the benefits of of a uh, community that uh, espouses to that or did at one time. And now, you know, you said something like, um, well, I don't know, you said something like, you know, most people go out and they they try and be a good person. They try and do the right thing and, and they try it. Well, why do they? You know, you you can't know. But I believe it's because there's echoes of our original founding principles still being heard in our society. And uh, so anyway, that's that's my view on that. Okay. Um, pretty much as far as the turtles go. Yeah. Uh, my mom and dad were entertainers and they were, uh, back in the day there was at ocean shores was going to be like the next Las Vegas. Oh, wow. And okay. in the sixties, early sixties, and they were putting a lot of money into it and they were promoting it. There was going to be gambling. It was going to be a big hot deal. Uh, Las Vegas of the Northwest and the turtles actually played, uh, the big stage at the Sands. They had a place called the Sands there. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, I'm sure it was copying what was going on. Uh, but anyway. Interesting. So, yeah, so the Turtles played there one weekend, the weekend before my parents played there. My parents were well-known entertainers in the Pacific Northwest. and okay. uh, And they came there the weekend after, and the Turtles didn't like how they were being treated by the Sands, and so they nicknamed the place Open Sores. <laughs> <All right. laughs> my mom thought that was funny and because uh, she said they, they nicknamed it Open Sores and it stuck. Because so maybe they didn't treat my parents uh, that great either. But uh, <laughs> that's my brief connection with the Oh, the turtles, Flo and Eddie were kind of, uh, they kind of had a comedic streak in them. Maybe they were just being, right. uh, being trying to be funny. I, so, I of know. course they were. Did you ever see the Ed Sullivan uh, with the turtles on there? I, no, I don't think I ever did. But they, Oh, it, it, you should Google it with, uh, with those two uh, having fun with each other. I mean, you would think they were, I mean, you, you would think they were being... Uh, back in the day, you would say you you would think they were being gay, you know. <laughs> well, they were at least being gay in one way or another, or maybe both. But uh, I think they were just trying to be silly and stupid and funny. And uh, it's yeah, it's in colored. It's a colored version, uh-huh. colorized or what you know when in TV color. And uh, yeah, it was it was quite almost strange, but you could tell they were having a good time with each other uh-huh. and huh. trying trying to have fun. Well, and you know they uh, they. They were with. They did some some work with uh, Frank Zappa and the Mothers. You know, they were on uh, the Zappa and the Mothers, the Fillmore East album, the White oh, album, okay. with just Fillmore East, and yeah, there's. I some, didn't know that. Yeah, some crazy stuff on there, but uh, some of it not. Yeah, well, you're not, you're not that not old, G-rated. Joe. If if you are that old, then that makes me old too. So <laughs> we're just telling you. 
<laughs> calling me old. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. They're not that far along. No, <laughs> no. Not that long ago. <laughs> We're still kicking. All right. Exactly. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, we'll, Joe. All right. We'll take a quick break. We got uh, other folks on the line. We'll hear from Larry in just a moment. And you, hopefully, here on KGMI Connects. Back in two minutes. For quality done right, call Honkoop Gravel. They use state-of-the-art technology to get your job done in a timely, accurate, and economical way. For projects as small as refreshing the driveway and as large as a multi-million dollar builder ready plat development their services include multi-unit site preparation fire line installation drainage systems house foundations and more they'll do custom projects too turning your dream idea into a reality if you need site work you need the team at honkoop gravel in linden or at honkoop.com wave away the winter blues with two hundred seventy thousand dollars in cash free play and trips win your share of paradise every friday through march with hourly drawings starting at 6 p.m the hawaiian vacation of your dreams is closer than you think earn entries by playing with your reef rewards card claim one free daily entry unlock fuel discounts of up to 25 cents per gallon at lummy bay market next to silver reef when you swipe your rewards card at the pump silver reef casino resort located off i-5 exit 260 we've got that Ready to put some skin in the game? The only sports book north of Snohomish County is now open at Silver Reef Casino Resort. Get in the game with baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and your other favorite sports. Visit Portage Bay Sportsbook and Bar and place your bets today. Sportsbook open daily at 9 a.m. Betting kiosks open 24-7. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5 exit 260. We've got that. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Lively discussion about a number of topics today, and we hope you'll join us, 360-676-5464. Larry and Everson has been holding on. Hi, Larry. Oh, sorry. Now I now I got you on the air. Go ahead, Larry. It's a good day, Joe. How are we doing today? Doing okay. Yeah, what's on your mind? Well, I... I seem to always call in with after Despicable John, and I have reasons for that name. Okay. Are you there? Because she chose not to have her children vaccinated. Now, I I don't think that's a, a smart idea. I had my my kids vaccinated with the childhood vaccine, which you know that's pretty good, but. A long time back, John called in and pretty much told he said the only thing Republicans do is berate the people that they don't like or disagree with. My question to you, do you think John ever listened to what he said about you? Larry, you're breaking up. And I, I I mean I get the 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 essence of your your thoughts there that uh that John is unfair to uh to people with whom he disagrees and uh unfair to Republicans, but and I think I've lost your call. Sorry, Larry, give us a call back when you get into a better spot. I, I missed what you said that our, your question to me was. I and I, I missed what that was. So give us a call back and we'll get you back on the air. Are you there, Larry? Nope, lost him. Oh well, we'll get him back and uh, and uh, get his uh, if he if he gets into a spot where he's uh, getting a better signal. But um, yeah, I think uh, I I would encourage people to use uh, kinder language and not call others idiots or fools. Uh, it's easy to do. It's it's done on a regular basis in our our society and our culture, which is unfortunate. Um, and it's unproductive. It's not uh, in conducive to uh, dialogue or discussion and uh, any kind of agreement. Now, let's see. We got Larry back. Hey, Larry. So, anyway, what I said was he, he said that only things Republicans do 
is berate the people that they don't like or disagree with. Okay. Do you think John ever listens to what he says about other people? I mean, if he doesn't like or disagrees with somebody, they're idiots, they're morons, they're stupid. I, I, there, there's reasons I, I refer to him as Despicable John. Okay. He, he is not a very nice person. Well, so, I, some of his rhetoric, I think that's a fair assessment. I, I think he's un, he unfair at times, and yeah, I... I can't disagree. I don't think he's an awful person, but um, I've been talking to John for a long time. But uh, I, I think some of his rhetoric, as I was saying, is uh, is off base or a little more more than a little harsh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right, Larry. That, that, that's mine for today. You have a nice Thanks. Evening. Appreciate your call. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. So. Um, like I said, I think we could all be a little more civil to each other, and and we might find that we can persuade each other a little bit more. Even, and if that doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I mean, the persuasion part. But uh, I I just think it makes sense. Uh, we are, you know, we've we've talked a lot about how our society has coarsened, and I, it's hard to deny that that's happened. Uh, quick break, back with more, and uh, we'll have a few minutes to take your call. 360-676-5464 here in KGMI Connects. Are you thinking about retirement and wondering if you can even afford to retire? Are you concerned with layoffs at your company and wondering how you would afford individual or COBRA insurance for your family if you should lose your group coverage? Do you know if you or your dependents qualify for tax credits through the Washington Health Plan Finder? Tune in this Saturday at noon to hear Marcia Neal, Senior Agent at Vibrant USA, explain how working with an independent broker can help put your mind at ease and give you the answers you need as you prepare for your future. Do you have friends who say, stop by any time, and you think they don't really mean that? Well, unlike those friends, Dewey Griffin Subaru's express service means it. They're open six days a week, including Saturdays. Stop by any time you need an oil change or any other minor maintenance, and they'll take care of you. No appointment necessary, and you'll get a free car wash with your service. Dewey Griffin Subaru, community-minded and community-driven, and the only certified Subaru tire and service center in the county, 1800 Iowa Street in Bellingham. In the shop. And I saw a little headline that says, uh, how much does it cost to replace the Ford F-150 Lightning's battery? I thought, that ought to be interesting. Kurt from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. Cost around, are you ready for this? 30000 bucks. Join them on In the Shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Back to our earlier callers uh, talking about uh, religion and uh, in our society, and it certainly has its place in people's lives. And I, I, I don't, I guess I don't necessarily agree with the idea that uh, people are inherently awful Creatures who, without some sort of uh, an imposed moral code, uh, would just go off the rails and um, and destroy everyone. Uh, I think I, I it, and and I, once again, I mean, if we're talking about uh, you know, our one caller talked about uh, reciting psalms and things in schools, posting the Ten Commandments, reciting those. That's an imposition of religion, which is. Um, uh, or a promotion of religion, which is expressly prohibited by the Constitution. It's whatever you call it, separation of church and state. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what you call it. I mean, if you're going to inject religion in that respect, I mean, because you go to any school here in the United States, just about any school, you'll find kids of all different religious backgrounds and fa- from families with all different re- religious beliefs. So does that mean then, I mean, would we, well, those who would promote um, a Christian prayer in schools on a daily basis, would they be open to then a Muslim prayer, a Jewish prayer, uh, 
a, a, a Native American prayer, um, uh, any, uh, you know, an Orthodox prayer. Um, I mean, that's what that's what we're talking about then, because there are all different you know religions, and perhaps they they their all their fundamental teachings are much the same, but um, obviously they don't necessarily mix that well when they're being expressed. I mean, we have the history of that in our, in our, on our world. So I, I think it's best that we stay away from that. Uh, I'm talking about an, an expression of religion in public schools, private schools. That's fine. People that enroll their kids in those schools, they know what they're getting. Um, and they they enroll them because of that focus on religion and that being part of the uh, curriculum. But, uh, Public schools, it's it's a government institution, and it's barred from by the Constitution from promoting any any religion, and that uh, that goes for Christianity too. Whether you know, I mean, I, I personally don't know that um, any kind of religious expression in schools is going to save our society, um, and uh, many might think that I'm absolutely wrong about that assumption, but. Uh, I don't know. I when I I was living in Colorado at the time of Columbine, and there was a response to that. Some said, and some lawmakers in that state said, "Well, we need to post the Ten Commandments in schools because this happened in a school. This awful, awful, awful thing." And when you stop to think about it, if somebody is bent on committing that act, is um, the fact that the Ten Commandments are posted on the wall in that that institution, is that going to stop them from doing that? I, I tend to doubt it, but those are just some of my thoughts. But the show is all about your thoughts, and we'll welcome more of them tomorrow, 4 o'clock, here on KGMI Connects. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. A real grocery store in Sumas? Yep. At the new Sumas Market, you'll find everything you're looking for and more. Fresh produce, a well-stocked meat department, a huge dairy section, and a great selection of competitively priced beer, wine, and spirits. Like the Sumas Market on Facebook or check out their website at sumasmarket.com for weekly specials. The Sumas Market is open seven days a week from 8 to 7 p.m. The new Sumas Market, your community grocery store, and so much more. Coming soon to a lawn or garden near you, it's Vista Materials, the new branch of Perry Pellet. Opening early March, Vista Materials has the mulch, soil, gravel, and other landscaping products you'll need to turn your property into a thing of beauty. Stop by on March 10th and 11th for their grand opening celebration. Located off of Grandview and Vista at exit 266 near Perry Pellet. Family owned and operated, visit vistamaterialsinc.com to learn more. Vista Materials, just north of Ferndale, because Roots matter. Why West Edge Credit Union? Because they're all about the community. Of course, I like that West Edge has low interest rates and loan specials. But what I really love is that West Edge partners with local nonprofit and City of Bellingham organizations. Plus, they put on events like Community Shred, and they talk to me like I'm a real person, not an account number. West Edge really cares. Join West Edge Credit Union today. West Edge is federally insured by NCUA. West Edge Credit Union, on the corner of James and Alabama in Bellingham. Hello, folks. Are you ready to get your estate planning affairs in order, but you don't know where to start? Would you like to hear about the difference between wills and trusts? Do you want to learn how to avoid probate? Do you have questions about Social Security and Medicare? Is it important to you to make life as easy as possible on your spouse and loved ones if something should happen to you? This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham. Join me right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Aging Hour. And let me show you how to set your family up for success in your retirement. From Mount Baker to Bellingham Bay and beyond, KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio.